Nu SMS. Reading. The full moon has scared the monkeys. Without the proper context, that message makes no sense. But if you are a small-scale farmer living in Embere, Embu County, Kenya, it means only one thing. On this episode of Built in Africa, we will be looking at how South African agritech startup Itiki uses artificial intelligence to simplify rainfall forecasts for small-scale farmers around Africa. Most African economies rely on the activities of small-scale farmers who, according to the United Nations, produce about 80% of the continent's food. With nearly 95% of their planting activities dependent on rainfall, accurately predicting weather conditions is crucial for small-scale farmers who can lose everything to wrong cropping decisions. This is where Itiki comes in. The idea behind the tiki is to produce relevant drought forecasts for small-scale farmers. That's Professor Mutoni Masinde, Kenyan computer scientist and founder and CEO of South African-based Itiki. The reason why we, we, we use the keyword relevant is because there's so much information out there. If you look at your phone, there's some forecast. If you turn on the TV, it's forecast. If you open a page in newspaper, it's forecast. Uh, but for us, we realize none of that is useful to the small-scale farmers. So we went about the creating a solution that works for them. What is novel about Itiki's model is that it combines indigenous knowledge with technology to guarantee accurate predictions and deliver them in a relevant yet inexpensive way. We relay that information to them in, in formats and semantics that relates to their context. So it's an SMS in their local language and does not tell them things like near normal rainfall or 300 millimeters of rainfall. So they will tell them, no, this year, this season you'll get um, rainfall that is not enough to grow your usual mains. So you may consider planting millet or sorghum. Mm. When it's very near the cessation, when the rain is about to stop a week before, you tell them, you need to stop planting because in the next three weeks, there will be no rain. So things like those, they relate to them. And that's how we managed to get to their hearts. Remember that seemingly cryptic message from earlier? A typical SMS to ETK users reads just like that. The, the moon has scanned the monkeys. So that means that in three days' time, it will start raining. This rain be, will be so short lived that you have to hurry in your planting. In case you're wondering, yes, Professor Musoni grew up in one of such villages, so she has first-hand experience and understanding. It's simple, but it's so rich. So when you mentioned about the moon scaring the monkey, the immediate rings are bell in their minds because they have, that, they have used that as a sign before. The only new information they have is 
exactly number of days which they may not be aware and the nature of the rain. The groundwork for Itsiki was laid between 2011 and 2012 while Mutoni was doing her postgraduate research at the University of Cape Town, South Africa. In 2013, with the help of a team of researchers that she led at the incubation hub of the Central University of Technology, Free State, South Africa, she experimented further with the models and algorithms that help Itiki predict drought. While carrying out live experiments in Embere, Embu County, Kenya, it became clear that Itiki needed to be launched as a business. So my original idea was really not to, to do the business. My original idea was to help my people. By design, the, the, the two was tested in my own village with my mom, my sisters, my relatives, my neighbors. I decided I'm going to do it for them for free. For free in the sense that I was willing to pay the ambassadors from my own personal salary. But there was a problem. Even though the product was free, many of the farmers expected to be paid to use it. It was almost like they did not appreciate the value of the solution. After six months, I knew this cannot, cannot work. And I said, I will do it another day, but as a business. So from that time ends for that, I knew it's going to be a business. Even if they pay half of the cost, let them pay it. Then they will value it some more. In 2015, the product expanded to Mozambique and by 2017, it went fully commercial. Um, in 2017, all this time we were doing it small bits, like 50 farmers in Kenya, we had 200, Mozambique 50, South Africa 50. 2017, we went commercial, full. So the real commercial ethics started in 2017. Don't be fooled by simplicity. In the background, Itiki is doing a lot of heavy lifting, using a neural network of AI algorithms to learn historical rainfall patterns so it can predict future rainfall with large-scale accuracy of about 98%. But the farmers don't need to know the technical details. In fact, to give them a sense of belonging and foster adoption, Itiki involves them in the process. Even as we speak, every Friday, we speak to the champions on the ground. They feel it's theirs. We're just a facilitator. So they observe their own indicators. They take pictures using the phones. They describe them the way they, they, they have done in the past. And when the focus comes, they say, oh, this is exactly what we gave in. In the background, we do use computer science tools to do the actual prediction. And with the help of champions and field agents, Itiki is able to yield even more precise predictions on a micro level. So the, our farmers provide us micro level to an accuracy of even 500 meters. You'll find it's raining here where I am. And a kilometer from where I am is not raining. So that gap, we fill that data gap using the indigenous knowledge and small handheld 
uh, where, where a sensor based weather stations. So consequently, then our, our model becomes highly accurate compared to the meteorological, National Meteorological Department one. From inception to date, ETK has received seed funding from the Host University, a $500,000 USAID fund in 2017, and other investment from the government of South Africa. Today, the startup has over 13,000 paying users in the three African countries, over 70% of which are based in Kenya. Considering the income level of the target market, this is quite a feat. Professor Mutoni attributes this success to being people-centric. In Kenya, we are almost hands off the operation. So it, it, it runs around the local people. They, they, they knew that person before. He was already helping them with other aspects of farming. So we, then we anchor ourselves around him. Or we, we go through the church. They have already been receiving seeds through the church. So it, when you come in, you're not imposing, you're not disrupting what they're used to. You're just saying, you know what, you, in addition to all these things you're doing, you can also have this. In South Africa, we did the same. This, the farmers are already in a group. They're running a climate mitigation project. So instead mm -hmm. of disrupting the nature of things, we recruited a guy who is already working with them here and their names. So uh, I think so. We, we, we just do bottom-up approach. And it's magical because people already buy it before you sell it to them. It also helps that Itiki offers flexible airtime-based subscription plans, allowing for seasonal or instrumental payments of as low as 150 Kenya shillings. That is less than $2 per planting season. Of course, until they attain critical mass, this pricing model is not necessarily sustainable, not to mention how capital-intensive their customer acquisition model can be. In addition, farmers within the same locality can decide to share SMSs, which will result in less revenue for Itiki. To address these challenges, Mutoni says they are shifting focus from B2C to B2B. Small-scale farmers remain the focus, but bulk payment from large groups is the aim. The idea is to engage off-takers, in whose best interest it is for small-scale farmers to do well, like insurance companies, banks that give farmers loans, and even the government. So then this company adds a service to their customers, and this service is a tiki service. So we have oh. two customers we are discussing with years, and it's, uh, things are looking very good. Mutoni is certain that the startup's financial model is sustainable, and it will take a more refined form as soon as an effective payment collection system is sorted out. Uh, we already know that the, the most lucrative customers, big customer for us, is government because government has interest in the small-scale farmers being self-sustaining because then you don't have to rescue them when they go hungry. Although the big picture is to cover the entirety of Africa, 
in the next 18 months, Itiki has immediate plans for three other African countries, one in East Africa, one in South Central Africa, either in Zambia or Zimbabwe, and one in West Africa. As the Itiki team seems to be prepared for the coming month, the hope is that, beyond attracting revenue, it will continue to tackle the challenge that inspired the idea at inception. Just recently, the startup began expanding capabilities to include other predictions like low-cost invasions. They are also looking to expand the product to include market prices so that farmers can know where to buy affordable farm inputs and where to sell their farm outputs at good prices. Finally, Mutoni is confident that when smallholder farmers can maximize production by planting at the right time, they will be able to survive without depending on the government. In the same vein, she believes that the number of women represented in the market is also a plus, which will help Itiki with its focus. I think one of the one of the things that put us out there is the fact that um, small-scale farmers, the small-scale farming sector is for women. They're the ones stealing those small pieces of land. When you empower women, we are likely to change the face of Africa, and that's for us good. And especially their contribution to the GDP of the continent is, is, is strong. Thank you for listening to Built in Africa. This script was adapted by Muyuwa Matuluko. Research and interview by Oluwanife Mikolawale. Sound design by Ogenekaru Obrutu. This is a production of TechPoint Africa. I am Oluwanife Mikolawale. Please subscribe, share, and drop a review of this podcast by searching for Built in Africa on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also email us feedback at hello at builtin.africa. For more stories on startups and innovation in Africa, please visit techpoint.africa.